Hello friends, I'm really excited today to share with you another friend of mine, Adriana Keefe. She's an amazing person. She's a human design expert as well as a speaker. And she's just one of those people that puts their heart into everything they do. And you can totally tell the way she comes off. So she has a human design course that I actually was a guest speaker in. I taught them about intuition and having that in your business and in your life and how you can use it. It was amazing. And then after that, she became a client of mine. And so she actually also has a podcast called the No BS Human Design Podcast. So you guys can search that now and check it out. I will put all of her links in the show notes and just know that she will have an episode of me coming out very soon. We did not plan it this way, but we're gonna piggyback off each other. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode and definitely reach out if you have any questions about everything that she teaches. She's just an open book and loves talking to people about it. So. I know you guys will love her just as much as I do. Enjoy and have a beautiful day. Hey friend, welcome to Deep Healing for Creative Entrepreneurs. My name is Aubrey Barr and I am a subconscious release technique practitioner and photography business owner. I know you are sick of ending your day feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and you are seeking a solution to help you feel creatively inspired and actively engaged in your business as well as personal life. In this podcast, we are going to dig into any limiting beliefs or subconscious programs that are keeping you in a space filled with anxiety and stress. This work is not a temporary solution for your life, no. This is a complete transformation. So grab your coffee or tea and let's start you on the road to healing. And let me just say, you can do this, you are worth it, and you are meant to thrive in life and business. So let's dig in. Adriana, I'm so happy to have you with me today because everybody who listens to my podcast now has heard a little bit about human design. Um, I love it. I've been kind of exploring it as I've had a podcast the last year, but I found it maybe two years ago and it's been such an interesting topic to me. And so I love to have any experts on here. And the cool part I'll just say right off the bat is that we have the same, the same generator. We're both manifesting generators and we're both six, two lines, which I think is really cool. And I've found it like so interesting to talk to you about things with human design. So why don't you do a short little intro and um, we'll kind of go into what human design is like a short little um, intro of that so that people that don't know, don't try to leave already. <laughs> it's so cool, right? <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm a four, six, not a six, two, but we have hmm. the sixth line in common. So my name is Adriana Keefe. I live in central Massachusetts. I'm a mom of three, a wife, animal lover, just like you. I went to school for veterinary, actually, which makes no sense for where I am right now. Oh. But I am a human design coach and guide. I am a motivational speaker. I speak on both human design, energetics, spiritual work, but also at conferences talking mainly to women with empowerment and motivation and inspiration. I did not think I'd ever end up here. This isn't something that I sought out from being a kid. Although I will say I did know as a child that I 
was born to be on stage. I just didn't know what that looked like. So I was a dancer. I was a gymnast. I was an equestrian cheerleader. Like I loved to be front and center until the world shut me down and told me being center stage was bad, right? Like you can't have your light shine too big. And human design has really cracked me open in ways that I never, ever expected. I was um, pretty agnostic most of my life. I was raised in a religious-ish family, but it never resonated with me. I have a lot of abuse and trauma in my childhood. And I just thought, how could this happen if there was something greater than us? So I completely disconnected from all of that until Mm -hmm. five, six years ago, everything started to change. And then human design crossed my path, which again, I was like, okay, like I'm not a personality test person. So I, any sort of test anything, I'm like, (laughs) anti, not anti, but I'm just like, you know, you can have that. That's not for me. Um, and then my coach at the time put my birth data in this thing and it said everything about me that I had been questioning all my life, that I was a multi-hyphenate, multi-passionate energizer bunny type of human being. Everything everyone told me I needed to stop being right. I was diagnosed with ADHD. I was constantly being told I was a quitter because I didn't want to stick with any one thing. I'd get bored, want to move on, Uh, even relationships. I, I see your face and I'm like, she knows all this. She feels all this. Yeah. Right. And it was very I, much like that, uh, that moment of holy crap, I'm not broken. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I totally resonate with that because I, I was actually given a nickname. We were talking about names earlier before we started recording, but when I was a kid, I was given the nickname, the almost girl. Ouch. <laughs> Shit, that one hits me. Can you see, though, that someone who's multi-passionate, who is following their design, and that means that we're going to try new things, and this sounds really cool, but I also like this, and I'm going to do them together. Uh, That is just not the normal. Ouch. (laughs) So I was labeled that. That was was one of my nicknames, not the only one. I won't tell you the other ones, but uh, that is so funny to me now looking back because I'm like, ah, it's kind of the way I was made. You know, it's kind of designed to be that way and that's okay. And I think Mm -hmm. that gives a lot of people the permission to be themselves and it's okay Mm -hmm. that we're all different, right? (laughs) Yes. Right. Like what, what's that book? The giving tree. Is that the one where everyone's all the same? It's Mm -hmm. like, why would you want to live in a world like that? But that's really what society has turned into is we're all supposed to be the same thing, have the same life trajectory. Yeah. And there's a huge rebellion with that right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. I see it all the time, more and more every day where people are like, no, actually, no. And it's funny you brought up the personality test because I did like those, but there's several that I've taken that people love that I'm like, doesn't even sound like me, you know, but now when people are like, oh, have you done this? I'm like, just pull up your human design already. (laughs) Like, please. (laughs) I know. I know I've actually had clients who implement it with their work now. Like they will have their clients do their human design so that they better understand how to communicate with them. And well, that's what I do in my program is we have a module on it because, and it does help. And it helps Mm -hmm. us as we continue on with the healing process where I could be like, well, maybe that's not the way you need to do it because of this, you know? So even the little bit of knowledge I have on it, that's been super helpful for my clients I see it being a whole nother world where people can really discover themselves Mm -hmm. and listen to their intuition more based on how they are designed to listen. And I'm huge on that, you know, so I do feel like it's really important to kind of dive in and see, you know, what it's all about. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so human design, what it, what it is at its most yeah. basic level is who you were designed to be, who you came into this planet as before parents, caregivers, brothers, sisters, neighbors, teachers asked you to change and told you that something was wrong with you. And it doesn't necessarily mean on purpose, right? It could be like the stop crying, stop crying. How many kids in our generation were told to stop crying, right? And that mm-hmm. emotions are bad, all of that made us have to transform who we were because we thought that we weren't okay as, as we were as a child, right? Pretty much everybody has dealt with that. Everybody, everybody. I don't think anyone has find anybody that doesn't have any issues. Mm -mm. No, even the, I mean, I'm a parent. I like, we all screw up and that's a part of the process. Like every human is going to have their journey to transformation and their journey to healing and coming back home to who they are. And that's what I like to identify human design as is coming back home to who you are who you innately were born to be there is a basis of astrology which is why the time of birth comes into play planetary alignment is a big part of it but also the kabbalah um, the chinese book of change called the I ching the chakra system quantum mechanics all of this comes into one system that teaches you body awareness body consciousness getting out of the head out of the thinking brain that people have told you that you have to operate from, which is incorrect from us. We've all experienced it. This feeling in our body that's like a hell yes. And the brain's like, oh, but this, oh, but that. And that's what we're getting out of, getting out of the head and into the body. I know it. And the body knows what path you need to be on. Your energy knows exactly what you need to fulfill your destiny, purpose, manifestations, whatever you want to call it in life. We just need to learn how to tap into it. Yeah. I love that. It's so beautiful. And I honestly, um, I have, cause I haven't dove into it that much. Um, I haven't really explored the astrology side of it, but I did notice that on like a chart that I'll run, even my own chart that I still, <laughs> I keep it right here. Cause I'll be yeah. like, let me just yep. look at it. Let me, hold on. Yep. Let me just check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are like, I see different planetary alignments on the side of those charts and there's like a certain gate that operates out of that. Am I saying that correctly? Like my, my mercury, it's like gate 16.3 or something like that. Um, I find all that really interesting too. And it's so in depth that it's almost like you can go as deep as you want or you can just lightly skim over the surface and still learn so much about yourself, which I find very accessible to people. And just like, why wouldn't you at least look at that point? Because you don't have to get all bogged down with all of that. But I'm sure there's so many things that I'm missing, like even on my own chart, that would be so beneficial for me. You know, I mean, it's all an experiment. It's yeah. t- like you don't want to overwhelm yourself and go completely down the rabbit hole. And then try and change your entire energy and body at once. That's not what you're, that's, that's doing a disservice to yourself. So really keeping it high level, surface Mm -hmm. level until you feel like you get, you have a good grip on the high level things like your type, which we can talk about and your authority, which is your decision-making process that can change everything for you, but without even ever having to dive deeper, but it's all about how much healing you want, how much deconditioning, reconditioning, whatever you want to call it, how much you want to let go of the stories that your body's holding on to and really yeah. live in authentic alignment, which then creates that yeah. magnetism. That's why we want that, right? That's, okay, that's and you want to let go of all of it. Yes. <laughs> that yes. That is the best is if mm-hmm. you can be in a situation where you can let go of a lot of that 
extra stuff that is just unnecessary. (laughs) So I love that. I love that. And you said that you had found your human design through a coach. Oh, and I'm sorry, I got your, your thing wrong, but you know what it is, is that I know so many, I know so many six twos and I know so many four sixes (laughs) and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And my husband's a two four. (laughs) Oh yeah. I, I know that four line pretty well. And I would love, (laughs) actually, I would love for you to tell me like what, what your human design, the line means to you, because I'd love for you to summarize that four line. I think it's a very interesting one. (laughs) It is. I'll tell you a story, but can you summarize that? Like tell people first what it means, because some may not understand that there's like the conscious and unconscious, Mm -hmm. but then yeah, let's hear it. What do you got to say? So your profile, your profile is like your, uh, your theme of your personality as you walk through this life. Some like a a big part of how you act that comes up over and over again. So you're going to have two numbers there, which you can download if anyone is listening along and they want to download their chart right now, they can do it right on my website, adrianakeefe.com. It'll say profile and it'll say one number slash another number. The -hmm. first number is your conscious line. This is your personality. This is the part of you that when, when you read about it, when I talk about it, you're probably like, oh, that checks out. Not always, which I'll give you my caveat at the end. And the second is your sub, your unconscious, more of the design side of you that maybe people tell you about you and you're just like, oh, really? Like for me and you, it's that role model. And I was like, how the hell am I a role model for most of my life? And then I realized people continued to ask me, hey, what books are you listening to? What podcasts are you listening to? How did you do this? How did you do that? Right. People were watching me in my evolution and I was like, oh, I got it. Like I'm, I'm a mentor to them. Yeah. But you also so got the that line, trial and error thing going on oh, early. Oh, super. Yeah. Yep. And I can always see that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like spinning your wheels sometimes. But it's just all, again, it's all your experiment. It's you're going to fall flat on your face sometimes. And then you pick yourself back up and you have at it again. Yeah. The, the four line is my conscious side. Mm-hmm. This is called the opportunist. This is the networker, the influencer. Take away the idea of social media. Like they ruined the word influencer, but influencing others. And this is someone who finds the majority of their opportunities throughout their network. This is someone who tends to have a large social network, loves to meet people, loves to create and form those relationships, finds pretty much everything they need within that circle, right? When I first learned this about me, I was like, Uh uh-uh, there's no way, right? I was like, I don't like people. I went to school for veterinary because I didn't like people. And I never fit in and blah, 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 all these stories, right? I don't have a large group of friends. I had like my two people in high school and that was it. Right. And that's what kickstarted, you know, my mentor always said, when you find something in your chart where you're pushing back on, where you're finding resistance, that's a clue. Dig into that. And I was like, fine. And then I realized after most of my life, dimming my light, I shut off people. I was like, I'm too weird. I'm too different and blah, blah, blah. Right. Telling all these stories. And I was too intimidating, whatever. I was too much. I was always told I was too much energy, ADHD, right? All of that. And so I shut off that idea. And when I started leaning into it again and exploring what that was like for me, I'm talking about real networking, not like when I was in real estate and you went and people threw their business cards at you, like, no, gracias, no, thank you. <laughs> but I'm talking like real relationship forming, genuine human connection. I thrive on that. And yeah. it turned out that people, when I was 
actually being my whole worthy, authentic self, people really liked me. And that's what kind of evolved. That was one of the biggest, the first big things that I changed throughout my human design journey was that line of work. Two two things I would, I mean, and you and I know this, but some listeners may not understand that, you know, the reason why you weren't fully in that four is because you had so much trauma. So much trauma. You Mm -hmm. know, I, I put this label on trauma, but it's not always it's not always so traumatic. Like, you know, it's the worst story ever. It's not like that. It's literally just conversations with people. It's our perception half of the time, you know, (laughs) I mean, yes, there's abuses and things, but a lot of times it's our perception of the events when we were young. Yeah. I mean, that's how those things get like that. So yeah, trauma, um, and being able to release that, that's one way that people, maybe we'll not notice that conscious line. They may not mm-hmm. see that themselves. But the other thing, I, and it, maybe you'll think this is funny because I think it's hilarious, but my husband, he's a two, four. So he's already a hermit, right? That's like his conscious. And then his unconscious is that four line. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a different thing. I know it seems there. backwards, but yeah. I know, but here's the thing. Like he's very much a homebody. Like I am, I actually, cause mm-hmm. I'm a second line is a hermit, but anyway, we're very much like that. And, and, there's a lot there. That's all I'm going to say about that one. But his four line is what cracks me up because we were literally like remodeling. We're still remodeling, but we are so close to being done. It's like ridiculous, but something will come up and I'll be like, Oh, we, we need a, we need a plumber. Yeah. And he's like, and you know, I could Google. Okay. Everybody can Google. That's like how we find things. But what does he do? He's like, Oh, let me text. So-and-so text. Yep over here. And, um, and I said, I can Google, I can look at reviews. Nope. And I'm just like, Oh, a thousand percent. That's me. He has this like deep desire to, and and he does have good relationships. He'll say, Mm -hmm. I don't have any friends. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he'll, he'll have this like very loyal. He has this very loyal thing about him where he wants to contact so-and-so it's his friend who will contact. So, Hey, do you know anyone? And I'm just like, in this day and age, like that's what cracks me up about it. So when people say four line, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> a thousand percent. That's I something totally that's always that. been innately part of me is like, someone's uh-huh. like, I need a chiropractor. And I'm like, oh my God, let me send you this. Or I have, whenever I meet someone, I have a little note on my computer and my phone running list of everyone I meet and what they do and what they're looking for. So someone says, I need a web designer. I'm like, let me search right here. I'm not just like, oh yeah, you'll find one. Like, no, 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 no. Let me find one. I have you, you figured out a way to be organized about it, that you can really help people and connect with people. That's a beautiful thing. I love that. And that's because it's probably because of your conscious side, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a combination of four and a six now that I'm looking at it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worked out for me. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm, I, I actually, one of the cooler things that I've learned about human design too, is like the first time that I researched it, I said, okay, seeing a little bit there. And it's not so, it was my trauma. I, I did like a solid two years of working on my subconscious. So it was before I had really dug into all that. So some of it might've been a disconnection in that way. But the other thing was, was just like not being open to a label you know? Mm -hmm. And then I realized that it really isn't like cookie cutter. It's, Mm -hmm. it's very much like we, like I have, like I said, I have friends, I have a sister who is born a year and a half before me. And she's also a six, two, she's a generator, not a manifesting generator, but I'm like, we're two totally different people, like just totally 
we get along, we love each other, but it's just funny. Cause it's <laughs> like, it is a cookie cutter, but then it's not, it yeah. really can be whatever you are passionate about can show up in that way. Um, yeah, I, I just find that so, so amazing, you know, but then as I, I did some more research and stuff, I really found that I fell in love with it. I fell in love with this idea that it was okay for me to have all these passions. And I am crazy about my passions. Like when someone's like, no, you need to, you need a coaches will say, you need to just do one thing. You know, if you focused on the one, then you could add in the other stuff later. And I'm like, but that's not fulfilling to me. Yeah. It doesn't feel good to me. And and I'm a feel good kind of person. But now that time has passed, I'm like, man, I, just love it. I, I like, I meet people and I'm like, Oh, you're a six too. Oh, you're a manifesting general. <laughs> like yeah. one, I don't know you, but also I know you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just, you it's like it? this little key to being able to unlock a little bit more about how they function. Yeah. So it's nice and to know for your partner, for your kid, of course, all three of yeah. my kids have different types, which is not helpful for me at all, but oh. it's a good learning curve. <laughs> yeah. You know, you bring up an interesting thing with the family dynamics because and we're all different. We yeah. are all like different, but it's so cool to sometimes see like the, my husband's a two, two, four manifester. He's a manifester. So it's pretty Fun. obvious that he's the manifester of the house, but, and then I'm of course the Manny Jen, a six, two. And then my daughter, she's a pure generator. Nope. She's an, I lied. She's a pure manifesting generator. Mm, she's yep. a manifesting generator, but she's a three, five. And I look at her and I'm like, okay, <laughs> if her three is like my six when I was little, I don't want to confuse Woof. people, but they, it's, um, it's a Experiential. lot of, it, yeah. yes, exactly. And it's, um, I honestly believe that it doesn't matter like how beautiful of a family you have and how wonderful your upbringing is like. I literally went through life like being a little more anxious than everybody else that was dealing with the same things in my house and just like mm -hmm. on my edge and just, you know, having to feel like I was always left out to the wolves, right? Like you're on your own, you're on your own. Yeah. And a lot of that is, I think that trial and error and feeling like you can't lean on someone else's experience. You have to have it yourself. So as a mom to someone who's a three line, I'm like, I know that I'm going to have to give her space to be like, yeah. well, let me try it my way. And let me, I feel like that's really comforting to me as a mom, you know, I mean, yeah. but I just think that it's so much easier to understand that about your child than to have to be like, why didn't you do it that way? I told you how to do it. <laughs> yep. A thousand percent. They literally can't do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's how I feel with my, my oldest daughter's a manifester. And if anyone wants to follow along, I have a completely free guide on my website where you download your chart on the bottom is a whole breakdown of everything that we're talking about as far as type strategy and authority. I don't think profiles yeah. in there. Um, yeah. but my oldest daughter is a manifester. And once they get a spark of inspiration, they just need to go. They need to do the thing they need to initiate. They need to just get it done. And, I've learned with my nine-year-old not to stop her in that process. Like, even if it's like dinner time or she's got to do her homework or, you know, whatever it is, she's in that process because it's innate for her and she needs to be able to fulfill it. And mm -hmm. understanding that it allows more independence you, for her. They're very yeah. independent 
people manifestors and it just, it helps her energy. It helps her settle afterward, you know, and just those little things. It's just how it's so helpful. So I think I read somewhere that manifestor kids have a hard time because they're constantly having to fulfill the needs of other people. Like, no, you can't do that now. You're supposed to be doing this and that kind of thing like that. And for my husband, for sure, he grew up that way. Mm -hmm. Um, He married to a manifestor. I just give him his, (laughs) I just like, okay, bye. You do you. Yeah. Have fun with it. I was cracking. I'm telling stories. I'm sorry. I love stories, but it just cracks me up. (laughs) Yeah. So we're, you know, generators, manifesting generators Mm -hmm. up in here. He walks in after work one day, walks in the door and he's like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, where are we going? Where are we going? (laughs) And I said to, I said, you're supposed to inform us. (laughs) (laughs) manifestors if you guys don't know like you inform them so you're not asking permission but you're saying hey this is what he said I just I just did inform you (laughs) I said no you didn't that's not (laughs) notice you know it's just funny because he's like well he's got it on his mind and he's like let's go yes yeah and we love to we love to hang out like we're very much quality time people so we will go with him but it was Mm -hmm. just funny to me because I'm like Hold on, dude. You got to tell us where your crazy ideas are taking you. Yep. So we follow. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun to know. Yeah, it, it is. It, it does give you like, I mean, I'm a pretty, um, I'm pretty easygoing in a billion different ways, like anyway, yeah. but it is kind of fun to be like, oh, that's just how he operates, you know? And yeah. it's a little bit, we just celebrated our 18 year anniversary and that felt big to me. It's like an adult, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, I feel like a lot of this is super helpful and just being like, it's just the way he is. Like, I feel like a lot of people want people, especially in relationships or even children or partnerships in business, they want people to change a certain way or they wanted them to do it a certain way that they do it so they can understand. And that's just not life. It's not how we operate. And it doesn't allow for someone to fully live in their fullest potential if we're constantly, you know, telling them how to do something and it goes against what they feel. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's I like the it's, love languages. It's the love languages of human design. Really so much more specific. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I love that part about it. But yeah, anyway, lots of stories. <laughs> I know I have like 12 more stories I could tell, but I was like, they're probably ready to hear something else. So <laughs> zipping it. Yeah. Um, well, and, and anybody who's listening, you do have a podcast. So if yes. people want to um, maybe even dive into the basics, they can. Mm-hmm. If they're listening to my channel, they've definitely heard human design come up before. So they're likely already uh, a little bit aware of it. Um, and I wanted this to be different. I wanted it to be more of a casual conversation. But I'd love for you to give them maybe some tips on how to go about discovering this, when to dig into it. Um Anything like that that you feel like people often don't understand or don't allow themselves to go into the rabbit hole, you know, mm-hmm. they get anything like that around tips like that, I think would be very helpful for people because sometimes they just like hesitate to dig into something new, yeah. you know? And Sorry. I think the world has kind of done us a disservice that makes us hesitant because there's so much information. There's so much education, which is fantastic. But then, you know, you don't want to be leaving a chart reading and having the information and being like, but what am I supposed to do with all this? Like knowledge is power. And how do I actually make the changes I want to make to be the person I want to be? Yeah. And so 
that's how I've used human design is to actually transform, to transcend your trauma, to come back home to who you are. And like I said earlier, resistance is key. So looking at your chart and recognizing what little aspect doesn't feel like you, doesn't resonate, creates a lot of pushback. You feel your energy pulling away instead of leaning in. Definitely something to reflect on. On the guide that I have on my website, the last page does have um, just sample questions for reflection and just taking note of like how this is showing up in your life. But I also don't want you to just reflect on what's not working. I want you to find that resonance with with what is working. So Mm -hmm. like with you and I being manifesting generators, Instead of just like seeing the information and being like, oh my God, cool. I'm not broken. Like really sit with that. Really come back (laughs) home to that. Like, yes, I am like an energizer bunny and I'm like superhuman when I'm on a roll, when I'm doing all these things. People ask me that all the time. How do you do so much? Because I'll go to the gym before Uh the kids wake up and then I come home and I get the kids ready and I get myself ready on the bus and then the work and then we get the kids off the bus or we do whatever. And then I'll go and I'll speak somewhere at night. And for a lot of people, a lot of energy people, they're like, nope, hard pass. For me, I'm like, I thrive in that. So like, what can you actually love on for yourself when you're looking at your chart and be like, hell yeah, that's me. I lean into it and I'm going to start embracing it wholeheartedly. Like what aspects of your chart can you be like, I'm taking my power back with this. For me, it was my individuality. I'm very, yeah, I'm very honestly, unique. We're, we're all unique. You know, we all have our, and, and we allow the world to tell us that we're in a box and that we, you know, whatever our career is, what makes us, or, mm-hmm. you know, having children or whatever it is. And, and I feel like that's such a huge disservice to people to, and it really pushes them away from things like this. That would be a door for them, you know, Mm -hmm. a good way to look at life, a different way to look at life. I love that. Um, and you have also like a program, don't you, for people that are, tell tell us about it. Well, I mean, (laughs) manifesting generator. So I have like six things, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Me too, girl. (laughs) Um, I, of course I do human design chart reading. So if you just kind of want to dive into a little bit deeper, I have those 60 minute sessions. Um, I work with people one-to-one life and business. I hate, this is where I hate titles because it's all, it all mingles together, right? It's all, it's holistic. It's mind, body, soul. You can't thrive in your business. You can't thrive in your career without thriving as a human and loving yourself and being all wholeheartedly in your own worth. So it all goes hand in hand. I do have um, an online community called Human Design Society for anyone who wants more of the community aspect, monthly trainings and workshops and guest experts and guides and group chat. Like I have that for people who want to take this journey on their own. Um, but then in September, I started a group mastermind, which is a rolling mastermind. So it's like, as long as there's a seat available, you can pop in. Uh. And when you feel like you've graduated, you can pop out. And this is much like my one-to-one, but I was hearing I wanted, people wanted more ongoing support and a group. So I took a lot of that and put it into a group called Designed on Purpose. And this is where we do a lot of that That energetic work, the deep healing Uh together, um, self-love, body image, worth, confidence. Again, when you're coming back home to this stuff, 
that's when you get everything else you want in life. That's that magnetism because you're creating alignment. You're transcending the crap that's been holding you back and literally rewiring your brain. Um, so that's that's the latest project. And then, of course, speaking, if you're local to me, I have a on my email list a local friends tag that I'll send out wherever I'm speaking. Um, I have a few coming up in the next Very- month. So if you're local to Massachusetts, just shoot, shoot me in a message on Instagram or something and I'll let you know where. Yeah, I didn't even know where you lived, but I was like, I know I'm not local because I'm like, <laughs> most of the time and you're cold. <laughs> That's really cool. I love all of that. And I uh, I love it, especially like that, having that community. It was, mm-hmm. I don't know if you found this, but I found it really crazy to me that when I opened my group program, I would do like a weekly live for the group. And I had no idea that so many people would say later, oh, I love the support of the group because yeah. I'm so independent in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And I never really felt like I loved any of the group style coaching that I did, but I did do it and just, you know, felt it was okay. But so many people now are just like needing that extra support. And that is yeah. the word that comes up is support. And so I think it's beautiful that you did that. That's an awesome program, I'm sure. It's wonderful because everyone else, I mean, like-minded people find their like-minded people when they invest in the same thing. So you're going to find people on similar journeys, um, but also with advice that you want to take because again, similar journeys and they're all there to share. It's a collaborative group. It's not me talking at you the whole time. It's does anyone else have something that they would love to share with this person's challenge? Like what's coming up for you guys? Let's collaborate, mastermind. Uh, That's where the real energy is. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds like such a four thing too, but actually I really enjoyed it. Like I, I really, and then people build relationships where at the end they were like, can we exchange phone numbers? Mm -hmm. Can we retreat together? And I was like, oh, you guys, it's so beautiful. (laughs) It is beautiful. I love it. I love it so much. That's awesome. I'm, I'm happy that you get to do the things you love, right? Like you love the speaking, you love the group mm-hmm. stuff, you love the human design. I'm sure that you have many other talents. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to streamline as best I can. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's hard sometimes. It really is. But yes. it's a beautiful life. You know, you get to decide, is this going to be a beautiful life or not? Right. And And yeah. with that knowledge and with that perception of things, you can really change things. So I love that. Um, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for joining me. And um, we will have all of the information about your courses or where people can pull their chart or sign up for an individual reading and whatever um, in the show notes. So that'll be available for everybody. And I know that you're pretty active on Instagram too, right? Ish. I'm in the stories a lot. I don't post a ton of comment, a uh, content. Okay. I'm mostly on the okay. podcast. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, they're still like, obviously, if they're listening to my podcast, they can add another one. Hop on over. Yep. (laughs) Usually we like to listen to things. So wonderful. Is there anything else that you want to share before we we say our goodbyes? Um, I think the one last thing that's coming up for me is to just trust where you're being guided. You know, we're we're constantly pushing things down, pushing things away because it's not the right timing or you're, you don't, you're not sure that what people will think, you know, judgments or whatever. And I just want to acknowledge that we all have those thoughts in our head that want to keep us stuck. And that's totally valid. And you know, what's best for you. So continue down the path of where you're feeling pulled toward, 
because there's a reason you're being pulled that way. Even through fear, follow that, whatever it is. I love that. And it's even true with like, if you're listening to this now, there's probably a reason you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe this is the direction you need to go in, or maybe this is purposely to open up something inside of you. So I don't believe in coincidences. So no. me neither. <laughs> Not anymore. Mm-hmm. I let that go. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I hope this podcast spoke to you in some way. If it did, please go ahead and leave me a review and subscribe so that I know you're enjoying what you hear. And further, if you know somebody else who owns their own creative business and struggles with anything that we spoke about, please pass this on because it is my hope that we will be able to build a community of like-minded individuals who love on each other and appreciate the many facets that make our creative business so unique. And lastly, check out the show notes to find my free Facebook community and other useful links to work with me. All right, friend, see you soon.